0: Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles.
1: Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles.
2: Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, Get syndicated. Carn the Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a cast away. Good morning, Southern Californian. Welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host in studio mr ron hobbs the director of the angler chronicles fishing schools good morning ron
3: good morning world there it's nice to hear you and see you and touch you again
2: no 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 no. don't don't be touching me bro don't be touching me all right um also on the show today you know and this guy always has his own theme song you know the reason of this song is i was in alaska and there was a totem pole. And I was trying to explain to the earthworm that, you know, at Angler Chronicles, there's a totem pole on the hierarchy, right? And he goes, oh, so I'm at the bottom. And I said, no, you're still six feet under. So without further ado, our resident earthworm, Mr. Andrew Mack
3: from Max Fish Reports. Good morning, Andrew.
0: Good morning, Sergio.
3: <laughs> and you know what's funny too is we keep letting him trying to dig himself out, but then he starts stuff and he drops back down a couple more feet. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: happened. But you know what? <laughs> if he was as cool as this next co-host, okay. Oh. Yeah. All right. Then he'd have a really good one. And you know what? Here's the thing. More than likely, or fifty of the, percent of the chances are that Andrew would be able to guess who this is but without further ado ladies and gentlemen (laughs) Mr. Steve Carson the director of the Penn Fishing University our dear friend and co-host of Angler Chronicles Mr. Flattop himself Mr. Steve Carson good morning sir
4: Good morning Sergio and although there was a
2: time it's been a long time since I've actually had a flat, a flat top time. yeah yeah yeah. so um before we go any further um earthworm who was that that was the B52s very good it starts with a b That's but it really was not the 52 it starts with a b well you know what and the sad thing mm. is it's an insect just like him all right it's a no. beetle a Beatles, There you go. All right. Well, anyway, um, we've had a really, really good week. Um, it looks like the rains are finally behind us. Weather's getting a little bit better. Boats are going out. Um, really taking advantage of the, the rock fishing. But we, before we go any further, okay, we need to go ahead and let Andrew give us the freshwater report. Okay? Because uh, these lakes have been pumping out some fish.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um you know, these lakes it, it's coming to that transition time to where we're kind of seeing some lakes uh, you know, done with trout fishing, switching over to uh catfish. Uh some lakes this is their final month of stocking trout uh for the season. And then some lakes, you know, they're they're gonna be uh, hit or miss as far as stocking uh for the trout and the and the catfish because, you know, they're more focused on, you know, these bass fishing lakes, stripers, stuff like that. So we're going to start uh, at Santa Ana River Lakes. Uh, Santa Ana River Lakes on Thursday had another full truckload of fish. Uh, these fish came in hungry. Uh, Friday, there was lots of limits caught. I I saw it. I I, I talked to a couple guys and and one uh, a group of four they had four limits of, of trout. So that's five trout each, twenty trout, and then on top of that, they ended up catching and releasing a crappie at a, at a Santa Ana River Lakes. So it was over a pound, about a pound and I think that's like 1.3 or so, but I mean, you're starting to see different species, you know, of fish that, you know, freak these lakes a lot that are starting to show up. So um, from there, uh, we're going to go up to the uh, Inland Empire, uh, uh, San Bernardino County Lake. So you have Cucamongu Guasi, Yucaipa, Mojave Parado, and Glen Helen. These lakes just had their last. Trout stock on Thursday of uh, 630 pounds, um, and uh, again they're gonna they're gonna switch over to catfish. Uh, they usually take about three to four weeks uh, to do their transition, uh, but you know there's plenty of fish in the water. I mean they've been stocking all season, so you know there's still gonna be fish uh, trout caught here uh, in the next couple weeks. Um, from there we're gonna go a little bit north uh, to Hesperia Lake. Um, Hesperia Lake just had a stock on Thursday uh, of a thousand pounds of fish um this is their final stock of trout uh typically with a they don't give it too much time so they'll probably start stocking catfish uh, if not next thursday it'd be the thursday after um but still there's plenty of fish being caught i saw yesterday that there was a couple six pounders uh, a couple seven pounders and of course you know the catchable ones in the two to three pound range so if you're still looking for trout here uh you know down south um still many options uh, to catch fish you know, there is a few lakes that are, that are going to be stocking to the end of the month. And then, uh, typically what it is is once the water starts warming up, uh, uh, you know, for the most part by the end of April, that's when it gets too warm for the drought. And then they do the, uh, the catfish, um, transition. So if you're going to go a little bit more north, uh, you know, over in the Palmdale area, uh, Palmdale Fin and Feather, they just had a stocking on Thursday, Thursday night, Friday morning around one in the morning. Um, and they put in not only a full truckload of rainbow trout, but then they also threw in a load of lightning trout mixed in with them. And from the pictures of whoever was fishing yesterday, it was nothing but limits. I mean, big fish. You know, we're talking five, couple five, six pounders mixed in. Uh, I think I did see a seven and a half pounder. Uh, but one thing that you're seeing at Palmdale now is, and this is right up your alley, Sergio, is not only the trout. But the bass are getting active. I know there's guys that are that are catching trout, and I talked to one yesterday. Caught a nice trout, reeling it in, and this big bass comes out from under the dock and slams it. And I know you, when you guys were fishing there a couple years ago, that happened. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that's what they're seeing now is these is these bass. They're they're like the pre spawn mode, so they're starting to see them in the shallows. They're starting. Not, not really on the beds yet, but they are kind of in that area. They're seeing them show in and out, um, you know, for the bass. I and mean, it's like – and there's going to be a lot of options, I think, all summer, um, you know, for catching, you know, different fish in the, in the freshwater. And, of course, it is my favorite time of year, um, and that is the carp spawn. You know, the carp are starting to spawn. Uh, I know that they went off crazy at Lake Paris. They've been, they've been spawning all week at Lake Paris. And they're big. I'm, mean, I'm talking. The average was probably eight to ten pounds, uh, which I talked to a couple of guys that went out there to bow fish them, and they're seeing carp in the in the low twenties. Uh, I know one guy went out yesterday, and uh, and he actually shot a mirror carp that was twenty three and a half pounds. Now, you know that's a big carp. You know, no matter what, but a mirror carp. The crazy thing is the the state record. For bow fishing, you know, because uh, the, one of the bow fishing clubs, they keep the record, is only 22 and a quarter pounds. And if he doesn't get the fish, you know, on a certified scale, you know, he will have, you know, the, the state record for mirror carp. So it's going to be a crazy, crazy season, you know, for definitely spawning carp. I think with all this new water, it opened up a lot of new old areas where these fish in the shallows used to spawn. And, and a lot of lakes, they're starting to see a lot of activity. Um, you know from there, I mean we can go if you would like, we can go to our favorite lake uh, before, before,
2: lake before you go there, okay? Mm-hmm. And because um, you know Ron and I have been trying to do everything that we can so that when you get your yearly review this year, instead of going down, you go up, right? <laughs> and, and, and so why don't you give everybody and Steve Carson, you are my friend. The guy that um, will, will will be the uh, how we the 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 corrector here if necessary. Okay, I need to know the correct name for what you call a lightning trout. Earthworm. Uh,
0: the lightning trout is from Mount Lassen. I know Steve, Steve knows the
2: other uh, name. Okay, you see, see Ron? Okay, that, that's one one demerit. Okay, uh, Steve Carson, would you enlighten him on the proper name of what we like to call slang, a lightning trout?
4: That is called the West Virginia Centennial Golden Rainbow Trout. Right. That's the real name. Correct. Now, if you go to, apparently there's a few places, obviously any wild creature in that color is going to have little trouble surviving in the wild. Uh, they're, they're, they're pretty much a target for any sort of a, of a bird or, or other animal that wants to eat them. They, they really can't hide. But apparently there's a few streams in uh, eastern Pennsylvania where they can survive in the wild and spawn and, and have babies that are the same color, etc. And there, for some reason that I don't really know, they call them palomino trout
2: mm-hmm now
4: so there you go
2: now now uh, you you spoke a while earthworm about a blue trout
0: Yes uh-huh
2: talk to me yeah, about so, that one.
0: yeah so lake lake uh, Lake Amador uh, they had a strain of blue trout. Um, same same thing that that's how they got the lightnings uh you know they noticed you know one day a uh, the, the small fry there's a couple that were really in you know in the blue color. Um, so they, you know, they took those out. And they they bred them. You know, stip, uh, typically, you know, the more blue, the better. And then uh, these things actually came out a blue color. And they they have been stocking them this year. Um, they're probably in the, in the two to three pound range or so. Um, but they're 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 very bluish color. You see them more in the sunlight than you would, uh, um, you know, just kind of swimming around uh, to get that blue color. But I mean, same kind of deal. They're they're still typically a. Uh, Kind of like a, you know, they're still from a rainbow trout. It's just a color, you know, variation that, that for some reason, you know, that this happens, and and sure enough, and now they have a new
2: color. I love yeah. it. I love it. All right, listen, hold on to that thought. When we come back, we'll uh, talk our favorite lake, because I've got none other than Jonathan Oliver Skinner on the line. He's uh he's on deck there, Ron. Okay, so he'll come in and bat a home run, I'm sure, about Lake Elsinore and everything that's going on at Lake Elsinore. So everybody, hang on tight. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830-KLAA, and we'll be right back.
4: Torn by tears and fears, forgotten dreams, and rusty memories.
1: The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one English choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter Angels Radio, AM
5: 830.
2: Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles wishing everyone a very, very happy Easter. It is that uh, hope that we have that turns everything into beauty tomorrow as we celebrate uh, Easter. Okay, so let me uh, go ahead and do this. Um, I mentioned you. I'm going to bring him on and uh, let me see if I have a song that, you know, maybe I Ron, what do you think? What, what, what should we? Because, I mean, he's a, he's a, unfortunately,
3: he's a Dallas fan. So there's not much we can do. Um, you know, we just call him Joss and uh, try to help him along. Give him some um, um, coaching and, and teaching. Want me to give him something? Yeah, we got to get him a theme song. Uh, I think so. How about, okay, you
2: want to try this one? Okay, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner, okay, let's go ahead and um, cue him up here. Let me see, let me get the volume up. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about this one? (laughs) I believe in (laughs) (laughs) miracles. leaving miracles. <laughs> you sexy thing, sexy thing. Oh, you, okay, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Jonathan Oliver Skinner. Uh, listen, one of our dear friends here at Angler Chronicles and, and also, though, obviously, the Director of Community Services of Lake Elsinore. Good morning, uh, Jonathan.
0: Good morning.
2: How are you guys doing? I love that song. Okay, there you go. See, so we got something good for you.
0: Okay, we'll, ta- to with Dallas or we'll talk to, to with you Dallas later. Or me catching fish? <laughs> does it have to do with Dallas or me catching a fish during the derby?
2: Oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, now, now, if this song was about me, you'd have something like this. How about this?
4: <laughs>
2: do you remember that one? Yes, I do. All right. All right. I remember dancing to this and doing the little the bird. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, Jonathan, listen, uh, we're all excited. Um, the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby will get started on May 19th, Friday night, with the captain's meeting, and there'll be two days of fishing, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Ron, Tony, and the earthworm, Andrew, will be manning the weigh station, and there'll be officials. Okay? The only thing I'm going to tell you is this, folks. Um, do not argue with him because Ron has the power to
3: disqualify you. How, you. You like that, Ron? You get to wield some power. I, I do, you know, and I, it's kind of like being in Argentina. I can be the emperor for a while. A dictator. We, we
2: like dictators. Well, okay, today, but
3: Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm the emperor. You're the and since dictator. you mentioned Argentina for the next four
2: years, we're world champions. Yeah, and I'm yeah, just saying yeah, that. Yeah. All right, anyway, let me go back to Jonathan <laughs> Oliver Skinner. Now, Jonathan, uh, a lot of water has fallen from the sky, a lot of water has come over the dam. Uh, into Lake Ellison, plus all the water you're pumping in. I know the lake is looking a lot better, and we're really looking forward to a very, very successful 10th annual Dream Extreme Fishing Derby.
0: Yeah, it's going to be pretty incredible. You know, we've been checking the the, the water levels; they're really high. We're trending at 12.44.5, so it's it's definitely higher than it's been since I think 2005. So it's pretty great, and the numbers. You know, we've been talking last week. We talked about the the uh, the uh, algae, and um, you know, we have this this strain of algae. It's been really tough, but we got some numbers back yesterday that they're trending down. So it's going from like the danger level to the warning level, which means you can do more things on the lake. I'm actually on my way there right now. Um, I talked to you, uh, Tony, uh, bite on Williams, and I uh, have to go do some uh, some testing in the lake this morning. So I'll be throwing a couple lines looking for some cats. Um, the bass have been biting. The crop, it's, it's pretty incredible out there.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I can imagine, okay, because um, it, it's looking good. And uh, Carson, what do you estimate some of these uh, wipers? How, how, what's the size of some of these wipers by now?
4: Well, the the ones that they planted. Gosh, I can't I can't remember exactly when they planted the first big shot of them. I think. Well, 50, hold on, thousand.
2: Jonathan. When was the first time you planted? Do you remember?
4: We did it twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Wow. Well, then, in terms of being legal to keep, they're going to be mostly probably legal. However, let them keep growing. Because first of all, uh, you know, with the uh, with the way things have gone just in the last few months, they've been left alone to just eat and eat and eat and grow and grow and grow. But in theory, and I, I'm not sure what the lake record is. Jonathan might know. Um, they can get well over 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And if you just leave them alone, let them do what they do. Um, they will not spawn in the lake. Uh, they they can't do that. They need to have uh, well, of course. Uh, Wipers are are, um, sterile, so they can't spawn anyway. But even if somehow they put uh, regular stripers in there, they can't spawn in the lake either. Um, They need a certain amount of running water so that the eggs can drift for several days. And uh, you don't really have that environment there. But, um, yeah, so leave them alone for a little bit longer. Let them grow. And then of the 50,000, you know, obviously not all of them are going to make it. There's going to be a lot of big fish in the lake. Plus, uh, very recently, I think just in the last couple of months, they had another stocking. Again, I don't remember exactly how many it was, but they were a lot bigger than when they stocked them. Instead of uh, that first stocking, they were smaller ones. They were in the 5- to 7-inch range when they put them in. This last batch was kind of in the the 8- to 12-inch range when they put them in, which is a huge, huge improvement in the survival rate. So those things are going to, you know, they started out you know, with a head start in size, and they're going to get, again, they're going to get big, very fast, and you're going to have some spectacular, almost like going up on bluefin tuna foamers, um, probably, (laughs) really. I mean, it's going to be like, holy moly, there's bluefin tuna in Lake Elson, oh, look at that foamer. And and it'll be these wipers, uh, you know, just going crazy. And then, you know what? Just about anybody can catch
2: them. Let me tell you something. You talk about bluefin tuna at Elsinore. One of the things I always wanted to do, of course it can't do it because I'm sure I'm getting in trouble with the Department of Fish and Wildlife. But I wanted to grab a sheephead and catch it in Lake Elsinore. So bring a sheephead into Lake Elsinore and catch it.
4: Actually, actually <laughs> believe it or not, because the sheephead would not live. Mm-hmm. You would not get in trouble. <laughs> you, you would not get in trouble. Um, If you read way, way down in the fine print of the regulations where they tell you all the things you can't use for bait, um, sort of a blanket uh, uh, permission is, and this is uh, like right out of the regulations, dead ocean fish. You know, you can pretty much bring any dead ocean fish you want. You could use bluefin tuna for bait if you wanted to. I don't know why you would, but you could.
2: Hmm. I like that. I like that. You see all the things that we learned, Jonathan?
4: I'm telling you, Steve knows everything.
2: That's why they call him the fishing I encyclopedia. I don't
4: know why Sergio wants to use sheephead for bait. I, I no, 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 no. <laughs>
2: can, you Im- can you imagine this on television? You know, I'm pulling, pulling hard, pulling hard, and then I bring up a sheephead. People would absolutely die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they would lose their, they would lose their minds. They definitely
2: would. And we'll get we'll get to bring a good one, like an eight or nine pounder, you know, that's already yeah. mailed out, and then it would be good to go. It'd be really- uh, You know,
4: you know, Sergio, there, there is a lake in Southern California where all kinds of ocean fish were stocked. Most of them did not live. Even they even tried stocking rooster fish in this lake, and and unfortunately they did not live. That would have been something else. But uh, do you know what that lake is?
2: Uh the, the one, uh, uh, uh the salt one what's that the salt
0: and sea
2: the salt and sea bingo yeah bingo yeah. it kind of kind of made sense because of the salt but anyway let me let me go back uh, thank you Steve for all the knowledge we needed Ron you wanted
3: to say something yeah um I got a couple of questions people are are, are toxicants that were on Lake Elsinore you yes you do need a fishing license at Lake Elsinore correct you need a fishing license <laughs> for a freshwater and if you're going to use two rods, I'd have a double rod stamp. Okay, now, absolutely. Um but let me let me get back
2: over to Jonathan. So, Jonathan, um give me a little bit of state of the lake.
0: So, like I said, the lake is looking good. Um, the water's looking uh looking better. We start, we're still getting water from uh Canyon Lake, too. And fish had so much And, and fish. Yeah,
2: and they're fish. coming over the top, yeah.
0: But we're going to be getting water for a while because remember we're uh, at the end of the watershed, so water's coming down from the San Jacinto. With the water, uh, excuse me, with the weather getting warmer, you know, the snowpack that we've had over here is starting to melt and come down. So uh, we're we're pretty happy with where that is all going. And um, I, you know, I mentioned that the water level of the fish, as Steve mentioned, the last load that we got were like six, eight, ten inches. And they were—we uh, don't—we don't only get you know a thousand or so. We got forty-six thousand heads of wipers in that last load. So mm-hmm. we are, we want to thank the Department of Fish and Wildlife. We want to thank our City Council. You know, we talk about it all the time. When you have City Council that believes in the vision of Dream Extreme, especially Fishing Extreme, every year uh, for since I've been here nine years, they've given fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars to help our uh, stocking of the lake. And that's bass, uh, bluegill, red air sunfish, crappie, um, catfish, of course, and the wipers. So we're, we're excited about that. And for Andrew, um, a buddy of mine was fishing yesterday over there at our favorite place, uh, Launch Point, and he caught a six-pound uh, arrow eater. So they're, they're spawning, and they're still uh, around the lake. And it's oh, a great wow. t- it's
3: a great time to go fishing at Lake Elsinore. I like it. Is you that like one it? of those wood flavored ones or is it a plastic one? Actually, it's a metal flavor. <laughs> <laughs> metal, metal
2: goes in first. So, yeah,
6: me-
2: <laughs> all right. So, um, so uh, we had a question. Okay, I'll uh, Jonathan and I think I already know the answer, but just just out of, out of curiosity, um, he likes to shoot them with an arrow. Do you remember Earthworm? The conversation you and I had yesterday.
0: Uh, yeah
2: so what well, can I bring my Smith and Wesson 550 caliber <laughs> and shoot one?
0: That, that would be a big old no there Sergio.
2: Bomber because you know <laughs> let me explain it's a 50 caliber cannon pretty much and can you imagine Ron the echo? That it would, because you've got all the the, the mountains right there. I mean, yeah, the echo that thing would put out—that would be awesome. That would be simply awesome. And I got I, I got to learn how to shoot this gun over there with with Greg. You remember? And on target, so this is good. So anyway, let me um, let me let me go ahead and go back, Jonathan. So we've got that going. Um, I do want to let everybody know, and and because uh, yeah, what happens is after they see the show, they go, "I wanted to go there," and they're always too late. So let me say it again. Okay, This is May 19th through the 21st. You're actually fishing on Saturday and Sunday, the 20th and 21st. However, if you can make May 19th, Friday night, at the um, Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino, um, we meet there, and the, um, usually it's over there by the pool area. We have dinner, and we'll get all the rules, all the, all the particulars that you need from, uh, from William Okay, Johnson, who is the director of this year's uh, Derby. Okay, this is the 10th annual. Let me tell you that there are thousands in cash and prizes, including a very generous donation from the city of Lake Elsinore in cash. Okay, so that's uh, kudos to the city. Um, the admission for a two-man team is only 120 bucks, and that's for both days okay and if you uh, want to stay at the Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino they have an exclusive offer which is in, which includes two people per room okay the two night stay and entry into the derby for a whopping cost for two people of $310 i don't know where you can get two night stay plus the entry to a derby for $310 but They're doing this for us. We want to thank the Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino for putting this together. Okay? Big, big, big. The location, world famous and I think award winning soon, Launch Point. Okay? So, based on that, I need to launch a series of commercials here. I'm sorry, Jonathan. Stay with me. Okay? Um, When we come back. We will uh, finish up with Lake Elson because there's a lot of good stuff. All right, guys? Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830.
3: Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the Burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap-style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts. They're polarized and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn style is hands down the greatest wind-in-your-face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour.
7: Hi, it's Captain
3: Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, angelicaseafoods.com, where you can now order fresh, local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to angelicaseafoods.com.
7: Angels Radio.
3: AME 30s.
2: Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, am 830 L A. This is Anger Chronicles. In studio, I've got Mr. Ron Hobbs. And on the phones, we've got the earthworm, Andrew Mack. Steve Carson, and Jonathan Oliver Skinner so uh, from Lake Elsinore. So, Jonathan, um, as we were going, I was mentioning all the wonderful things that are going on for May night. What's that? Who, who's, talking, who's talking in the background? Do you have an echo. Oh, I have an echo. Why do I have an echo? Nobody seems to know. It's just that my voice carries. Echo, 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 echo. echo anyway, all right, uh, Jonathan, you want to jump in?
0: want to jump in? Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> looking forward to uh, the, the Derby. You know, you're talking about different things going around the city. We're very excited that, that uh, Lake Elsinore Storm Baseball has started. You know, they won their league last year. Um, they won their home opener on Wednesday. Excuse me, Thursday. My uh, Janelle and I went 17 nothing. And then, I said a rawhide, and then they won yesterday 2-1. Uh, to one. So, they're starting out really, really good. I believe last night they had the ring ceremony, and my understanding is council, our city council, got uh, copies of the ring as well. So, they're uh, championship uh, city council as well.
2: Okay, yeah. Um I'll tell you what. Uh I saw that um uh Sheridan is now uh, like you said a new uh, a new announcer.
0: Yeah, he's doing uh Fridays and Saturdays, I believe. Uh, as councilman Sheridan, he loves baseball and uh he's he's in the booth uh calling games for for the Storm. Um the council is has been going actually I, I got to see uh the mayor uh, on opening night, I got to see um, Councilman uh, Tisdale, Brian Tisdale, and his and his lovely wife, mm-hmm. and their their kids there as well. And uh, I got to see Jason Simpson, our our city manager. So you know we're big uh, supporters of of our local baseball team that's that's tearing up their league.
2: All right. Okay. This this echoes driving me nuts. Do any of you have your radio on, or is it just your phones? Just your phones.
0: I'm driving in the car, so I don't know if that's
2: but, but is your radio on? radio on? Listening to the show?
0: Well, yeah, that's what I always do. Okay,
2: matter. so it's I you. You are the culprit. It's okay. Okay, It's okay. So here's the deal, Uh, Jonathan. um, It's it's going to be a great tournament. There's no doubt. We got some great sponsors. We got Turners. We got the city of Lake Elsinore. We got CJs. We got Fishing Syndicate.
0: uh,
2: And the Lake Elsinore Valley Chamber of Commerce. And of course, our host. Okay, Lake Elsinore. Can uh, Jonathan? Can you turn down your radio and just hear me on your phone? If you can do that. Oh, my God. We just fixed it. Yay. Yay. Yeah! Yay. Yay. See? I'll call back in. No, no. You're good. I can hear you. Can you hear me? No. So that's what happened. He had to turn his phone down. That's it. Okay. So much for technology. He'll call us back. Okay, Jonathan. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to bring the attention to this. It's oh, there, there's, there's the echo again. Okay. But it's wipers, bass, crappies. Catfish and carp; those are the five categories. Ron, um, how are you going to handle the weigh-in? Okay, so uh,
3: how's it go? With my right hand and left hand. Oh, both hands. This time. That's kind of good. Um, no, I uh, the, the weigh-in. Like I said, uh, we will have a time. We haven't set and talked about what time we have to have the weigh-in by. It's usually three o'clock. It's three on Saturday, two on right, Sunday. Two I on think. Sunday. It may and, have um, changed a little bit earlier, but doubt it. And uh, we will. Um, uh, the bass have to be alive. Where they'll we'll have a penalty, a, a pound. Uh,
2: yeah, drop yeah. They, off. They, um,
3: those rules will be given out on Friday night. That's right. why it's important to be and there. And from what I understand, I guess uh, striper are not gonna. We, we don't. There's no them. stripers wipers wiper yeah i'm sorry and uh, we want to make sure that they get back to the lake alive if we possibly can so mm-hmm. you know if you guys can wait and get your boats that all have a, a, a tanks um so we can keep these fish alive that'd be greatly appreciated well you, you can bags. take all the carp that you want mm-hmm. and uh yeah so we
2: uh there's water bags okay these right. these bags you put your fish in uh carp we definitely want out of the um of the lake uh, but bass um, and wipers, if you can, uh, you definitely want to bring. Them. Now wipers are very very tasty. Okay, right. I know people are going to want them, but it's crazy. Last year for the derby, uh, Rhonda says she was trying to catch catch a catfish, but the wipers get getting in the way. Okay, what a fun what a fun thing mm-hmm. that they have happened. Now so.
3: everybody out there, remember, you bring every fish up to weigh because we still, I'll never forget it, that one little kid that brought that carp out that paid 0.72 pounds.
2: Yeah, but I think we should we should go ahead and institute and a derby limit of right. 18 inches. So in other words, don't bring yep. in a wiper under 18 inches. Yeah, I'm
3: talking about a crappie. You know, Crappie right. um, was like,
2: hand, yeah, and it was like
3: it was hand. .72 pounds and, and, uh, and won $1,500. $1, I'll never so, forget that. You know, make sure that your kids, if you're having them fishing or you're trying to catch one, bring it up. It doesn't matter. Right, right.
2: All right. So let me see. Can we get Jonathan uh, activated there? I know he's on the line there. Let's see. If we... Jonathan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Ah, much better now. Much, much better. Okay, so uh, Jonathan, we've been going over a lot of the little details of uh, the Derby. Um, it really, it's the tenth annual. Okay, and um, it's back to two days. It's going to be, it's a hundred percent buy-in, cash payout. Okay, so all the money goes back out. Huge, it's about, I would guess, 15 to 20 thousand dollars worth of cash and prizes. So, um, you got to be there. The reason we call it a derby, we always mention this we call it a derby because the word tournament it seems too competitive, okay, and where people change. So, the derby is meant for anybody to get in. You're going to see fathers and sons, fathers and daughters, all women teams, husband and wives. I mean, all kinds of teams that get together best friends and they get together and they come out fishing for a good time, okay? If you win, great. But if not, there's so many other ways to win. We do raffles. So every night there's a raffle, so there's plenty of chances to win something. And um, even Rhonda holds the uh, title for the first catfish brought into weigh-in last year. And she's part of the um, Bob McGee uh, Catfish, what's he calling it? Challenge. Catfish Challenge. All right. And what we're really looking forward to, Ron, is to finally document, okay, Jonathan coming up to the weigh scale.
3: Well, you know, I I really think that we'll take a picture of and have it completely blown up and run it across the page, our page every. It'll be just a momentous occasion. I can't believe it. Well, Andrew's very good with Photoshop, right? (laughs) Okay, all right, and uh, I'm
2: sure that if we do something, we might be able to do something with John. John will be filming. Maybe we can impose, I don't know, yeah. impose a fish in his hand. But anyway, no, so, um, Jonathan, it's just such a fun time, and I hope people can can see through this. We've become really good friends because we have such a good time in Lake Elsinore. It's a great place to visit, great place to live. I mean, you know, Tony, Tony's Mia today because he's not here. Okay, because he didn't get up, and you know where he's sleeping in Lake Elsinore, and finally in a house, not underneath the 15 freeway. So that, uh, that that's a good. He relocated there. He said he loves the poppies.
3: Well, it's one of the it's one of the few cities that I learned really right away that you could um go approach all the city council, talk to them. You know they're approachable. They're human beings. They live and are invested in the city, and they listen. And that's what's really cool about that area. It's just that it's great.
2: Yeah, and the other thing I want to mention is this. Uh, For you car and motorcycle enthusiasts, okay, on May 13th, they're going to have uh, a car show. Okay, so uh, go to Lake Elsinore. What's the website again, um, Jonathan, for Lake Elsinore? -elsinore
0: www.lake-elsinore.org.
2: Right. And then when you look there and in, in the events page or even if you scroll down, you'll see on May 13th, it's going to be a huge car show. We're going to try to bring Rhonda's uh, Mustang, the her 66, over there and just park it and um, have a good time.
0: The, the, that's the Lamb's Fellowship? What's that? The Lamb's Fellowship car show?
2: Correct. Correct.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful, great car show. It's, it's actually um, done by Lamb's uh, Fellowship Church. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an annual one. Beautiful cars.
6: It's amazing.
2: Definitely need to come to Lake Osano for that. Yeah, it's a great one And I believe it's a 21909 Railroad Canyon Road So you guess you just get off at railroad off the 15. Does that be the easiest yeah. way? Okay, mm-hmm. and then there'll be um, Hot rods live music. They do have food. They have jumpers Ron now with your new hip. You can go in the jumper and okay. local vendors all kinds of stuff. It'll be fun all right, everybody, hang on tight. I can hear the music, so I got to go to commercial. Earthworm, Jonathan, Steve Carson, Ron, hang on tight. Angel Chronicles will be right back on Angels Radio AM830, KLA. Change who I AM eight
1: thirty KLA.
0: Angels Radio,
3: AM 830.
2: Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA, and this is Anger Chronicles, and uh, I've got uh, Jonathan Oliver Skinner, the director of... uh, the community services at Lake Elsinore with us here. So Jonathan, let's just go ahead and wrap it up. The state of the lake is good. We're really set for Dream Extreme Derby on May 19th through the 21st. Is there anything you want to add?
0: No, just uh, looking forward to seeing everybody coming back to, to Lake Elsinore. Uh, having a great time at the Derby, experiencing everything that's happened here in, in Lake Elsinore. Definitely coming down the Main Street. We're activating it even more. We, we have a, a, a concert series we're doing uh, down on, on Main Street, uh, uh, along with food trucks. It's called, uh, we're calling it uh, Downtown Eats. So definitely go to our website, www.lake-elsinore.org, see all the great things going in. Uh, you want baseball? We got baseball. You got skydiving. You got camping, you got everything here in Lake
2: Elsinore. You've got fishing and that's what we like, fishing. In fact, we uh Ron and I and the Earthworm and uh and Steve Carson and even Tony, we're going to make a special video on how to catch a fish at Lake Elsinore so that you can go ahead and practice. <laughs> okay, now now I'm not saying you never caught a fish in Lake Elsinore. You just haven't caught one during a derby. Okay? So no, this time yeah,
6: no, this is- and so Not now,
2: sure. take take your little shark donut, okay? Get on the water and catch a fish for us. Now, you got wipers. Wipers will jump on your hook, okay? You don't have to do very much. That's what Rhonda was telling you because I couldn't get past the, the wipers to get to the uh, catfish. So it's very doable. They're going to be very active. So we wish you the best. Maybe, just maybe, uh, don't be so Dallas. Dressed? Maybe they're just scaring the fish off. Okay. Have to be Dallas dressed.
0: Either, either Dallas or Top Golf.
2: Oh, that's why you'll be a nofer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good, Jonathan. You know we love you, brother. So uh, thank you. And uh, what I'd like to do is get you in the studio uh, before the uh, the Derby, and um, get you in the studio in here and, uh, and have some
3: fun with you before we actually do the Derby. Sounds good.
0: Excellent, Ryan, It's good to talk to you, man.
3: Yeah, I will talk to you later, my friend, and stay out of trouble. You're always moving around everywhere, so... Yeah, I'm going to get... Hey,
0: I'm, look- I'm looking forward to this Thursday, because I actually get to be on, on the boat with you guys. Oh, at the no.
3: Oh, oh you're going to Okay, gonna so I'm staying the... home, bro. On the 13th? You're not
0: going to catch
2: catfish there. But you can not bring the donut. <laughs> bring your shark donut. I'll let you fish on, on the shark donut. <clears throat>
0: I I can do that. I can okay. do that for my, my birthday cruise. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you guys. Oh, that's
2: right. Your birthday. Okay. So what? Okay. So what he's insinuating is he's going to be on the Enterprise. We have our first uh, AC school of the season this Thursday on the enterprise at a pier point landing. We love it. It's a huge, huge enterprise. It's just a huge platform. So we're going to go out and have some fun. And the rock fishing has been incredible. We'll talk about it more about that in the second hour. But oh, looking forward to seeing you, Jonathan. OK? Yes, we are. All right, take care, guys. All right, take care. Jonathan Oliver Skinner, director of community services at Lake Elsinore. Well, Earthworm, are you getting ready then? Earthworm?
0: Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> did you
2: fall asleep? <laughs> yeah. Did you fall asleep, bro? No. Okay. No, so. Yeah. So um, basically, the uh, freshwater uh, scene is, is still very active. Okay. It does look like it's going to get a little warmer here. Okay. So uh, I think the trout season is coming to an end here shortly. But then we go straight into uh, catfish season, right? And yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and with catfish season also comes all everything else, okay? Um, Steve, let's talk a little bit about bass, largemouth bass, and this part of the year.
4: Well, what you're going to have, um, uh, obviously, almost all, I, I can't think of any lakes that aren't at basically full capacity or about to be and mm-hmm. on the rise. Um, uh, not to mention that we really we've got a a record-setting uh, uh, Sierra snowpack that hasn't even really melted yet. So you're going to have the bass are going to be depending on the lake they're either going to be in pre-spawn or they're already spawning. Like in some of the San Diego lakes, you already have fish up on the spawn, and uh, they're going to be in shallow water. Uh, you can sight fish them if the lake is not too. Uh, muddy. Some of the lakes are still muddy. Some of them are clearing up, and you can sight fish those those big, big, biggest of the year, betting bass. Uh, you have male bass that are a little smaller. They're very aggressive. If you uh, if you fish on the on the nest, and they're going to bite pretty much anything. The females they're tougher to get to bite, but they're obviously a lot bigger.
2: Well, let me tell you, um, I got a dear, dear friend, Rusty Brown, and um, great guy, and he's been fishing uh, Havasu. Okay, and he's been catching not only largemouth, but smallmouth in very good size. And you'll be happy to know he's using the Rapala, okay, the OG Rocco. Five I'm up. most
4: happy that you're saying it right. Uh, we're, we're slowly, slowly getting uh, Americans to say the name of that lure company right, which is Rapala. And actually, it's that guttural Northeastern European. Rapala that Americans can't even really pronounce, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, it is not Rapala. Well, uh, it's it's Rapala,
2: it's Rapala and Freshwater and Rapala in for all your trolling gear. Salt water. I don't know how many years of Rapala, and I'm going, yeah, I think it's pronounced different. But, you know, I was always the odd man out, so I just went with the flow. But, yeah, so it, it, it's good stuff there. Good, good stuff. All right. So uh, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up, um, um, Earthworm. Well, I'm, I'm, I guess the attention I want to bring is this is the time. It's, I think it started pretty much mid-March. It's been kind of quiet. But this is the, the time for largemouth bass to get going in Southern California. They're going to be in the nest. They're, they're on the prowl. And once they do, they become very, very aggressive. And it turns the fishing on like you wouldn't believe in the freshwater. So be prepared that a lot of things are going to be changing here and just be prepared as you go from trout to catfish with a sprinkle of bass and a sprinkle of crappie. Okay, that's what's going to go on. So uh, Earthworm, any other lake that we're missing out?
0: Um, well, the Eastern Sierras, uh, they're going to have their opener at the end of the month. Um, the only problem with that is that, snow, like is thinking, there's snow everywhere and a lot of these places are not even going to be open. Um, you know, but of course you have you know Bishop and below you know the Owens River. Uh, uh, you have uh, I want say like uh, Crawley. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for off. Op- um, but yeah, it's 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 year enough to be a, a going to be a pretty awesome year. And then uh, also um, I would like to uh, throw out there that uh, there is a new well not new but it is a newly uh, uh, registered subspecies of rainbow trout. Um, This one comes from the McLeod River up there in Mount Shasta. Um, They finally did a DNA test on these fish, um, the the UC uh, Davis, and uh, they actually announced that there is a new strain of rainbow trout, and it's called the McLeod River uh, red band trout. And uh, it's, you know, they look a lot similar, um, but uh, I guess... The way this river works is they're uh, they're pretty much you know on their own up there. They can't get out. They can't nothing get in. Uh, and uh, within the hundred years, this is the first native uh, uh, trout to be you know announced in California.
2: You know I've heard. I think I've heard of this. I used to watch his show. Did you watch his show back in the day, uh, Carson and Ron? Yes, and I did, and
4: I, and I still use one of his uh, one of his terms
2: there you go there you go uh yeah. this is way before your time there uh young buck okay earthworm yeah. but uh yeah yeah long time yeah. ago yeah. all right so uh okay so uh we're good to go um just, uh, I just think it's time for people to grab a rod and go fishing, okay, because what's going to happen now, and is happening now, as a trout subsides and you really can't get up to the Sierras because of all the snow, I heard skiing will be available late July, August. That's how much snow is up there. So it's a great, great uh, phenomenon for California given our drought and all that stuff. I think we're officially out of drought now, right? I believe so. I think I heard something.
3: Some areas are still And even under. with the
2: idiocy of us dumping so much fresh water into the ocean, if we would just find a way to keep that water here. But anyway, even with that idiocy, we're, it looks like we're out of the, um, uh, of the threat of a drought, which is good, um, and it'll be good stuff, but we are moving into the saltwater season. Oh, John. oh, okay. Hold on a second. Let me do that. You're right. Let me uh, go ahead and take line five, okay, and queue up uh, Greg. I think it's Greg here. Can you cue him up, please? Greg, good
6: morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Hey, good Greg. Morning, How are Greg? you?
2: Just recognized your voice. What's up?
6: <clears throat> hey, so I'm sitting here <clears throat> with a, a, a guy named Bill Miller on Lake Texoma from Oklahoma catching stripers with my grandson. Uh, so, I, I couldn't kind You mean catch your grandsons are catching catch
2: stripers? You're not catching, you're just catching some sun. I've seen you oh, fish. Well,
6: I'm actually fishing, and they're <laughs> catching.
2: <laughs> so, what do you doing in Oklahoma?
6: Well, my, we drove up. My daughter and the grandson's live in Frisco, in Texas. And so, we drove up here. We're staying here on the lake. And we, we got a guy named Bill Miller from Lake Texoma. I'm tempting mm-hmm. him out. Doing good. We yesterday we <clears throat> excuse me, in two hours we got twenty fish and said, Okay, arms are tired, we're done, let's go home. So this morning already we're here an hour and we got nine of them in the boat. We've thrown a whole bunch of little ones back.
2: What size wipers? More. What what size are these fish?
6: Uh two to plus pounds and then the little ones are, you know, half pound to a pound. mm
2: mm-hmm. What pound test so what pound test are you?
6: Uh, what, we're using twenty pound test. Twenty. Hey, look the guide, the guide's in charge. Uh, oh, okay. You know, I didn't bring I did not bring my trout rod along. Okay, uh-huh. and, and and I'm not like uh, you know Captain Rick who fishes with a two pound ice fishing rod. Well, you know
2: you know what? Deck. Let me tell you that's a funny thing because let me tell you what's going to go on. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get rods for everyone. We have a two and a half day trip coming up in September on the Ocean Odyssey, and we filmed this. So, for one hour, you can only fish the ice rods. Okay, we're going to take it. <laughs> so, it, I'm going to bring plenty for everybody. So, if you would like to, for one hour, and you gotta sit down now. If you want to fish, you gotta fish with these things, and we'll have a little mini tournament. Ron, we gotta come up with a little trophy, yeah. and, um, and and a date with the earthworm. Okay. Okay. We'll do a date with the earthworm. Okay. And you're probably gonna get muddy if he takes you back to his place because it's underground. Um, should be fun. All right, Greg. Listen, have a great right. time back there. And like I said, um, I, I try to shoot that Smith & Wesson 500 Lake Elson or just didn't, they said no, so we'll have to do something but you else. Know,
6: that they're just no fun at all. No I'll be fun. out there, I'm one of the sponsors there at that lake uh-huh. and so I look forward to all the great stuff that happens that day of the tournament back to all three days of the tournament, so You know, you guys stay well, be well, and and behave yourself.
2: All right, you take care. Say hello to your brother, and looking forward to seeing you. That's Greg from On Target Indoor Shooting Range. Folks, we're going to take a short break here. We'll be back with our number two, and I can say uh, there's already two people on deck. You know who one of them is? The Sheriff. All right, folks, this is Angels Radio, AM830, KLA. We'll be right back.
3: You take your breath, stop you in your stead.
7: Fire. He will rob your wrist,
4: steal your happiness, cast your fear
3: in the fire,
7: cause fear, he is the liar.
3: Spring is here, and it's time to add some life to your wardrobe with Untuck It. Untuck It shirts are designed to be worn untucked, so you look your best even at your most casual. From iconic button-downs starting at just $55 to wrinkle-resistant linen shirts, printed polos, and brushed cotton tees, there's something for everyone. But Untuck It isn't just about shirts. They also offer a wide range of pants and shorts to complete your look. Visit Untuckit.com or stop by one of 80-plus stores to find the perfect fit for your spring wardrobe.
2: I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered
5: Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks,
1: presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic.
3: I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. Babbel.
5: Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com.
1: Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles.
2: Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. And turn that music up. You know, I was hoping to bring them on deck right now with, and, and applaud him, okay, but no, huh, Ron, no, they blew it in the, what, seventh inning, Yeah, yep, Ron's not happy, but you know what, Ron, you know what, Danny Jackson, if you guys were from Argentina, you'd be celebrating for the next four years, world champion, thank you, Ron, I had slipped that in, all right, without further ado, the man himself, the jig slinger, the, the guy's probably not going to be very happy at me right now, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Chair.
7: Hey, well, good morning. Good morning, Sergio. And good morning to Steve Carson and Ron Hobbs. Is Andrew still there? Andrew Mack? Yeah, the oh. earthworm's still there. Hey, by the uh, way, uh, let, I, let,
2: let, let, actually, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. And then, then I'll have to interrupt well, you. Well, I, I,
7: I just want to get one thing. Actually, two things, two bullet points here. Uh, the big one. The Steve big one. Carson. you Steve Carson, you know, when – well, we're going to get to the big one in just a moment. Steve Carson, um, when I started working for Ronnie Kovac, which was about 21 years ago, uh, I I got a real uh, reprimand if I ever said Rapala. It was – I mean, Rapala. It was Rapala. Rapala and nothing else would work. So (laughs) – you just reminded it, me. You of know, that it's funny. It,
2: it's funny you said that because Ronnie was the one that cured me too. He, he was not happy when you mispronounced it. So. No, he wasn't. <laughs> okay, no. well,
7: but Ronnie, anyway, mo- moving right hold, along. Um, hold on
2: a second, Danny. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Steve.
4: Ronnie and I both met the guy. Uh, the, you know, the son and the grandson of the founder. They're from Finland. That's how it's their name. That's how they say it. Um, I think we should uh, honor the way
2: they say it. There you go. There you go. I agree. I agree. All right, Danny Jackson, yeah, before it's... you get to the episode, though, there is a yeah, big but... announcement that's something you and I use every time we go out on the Freedom Boat Clip. There's a big
7: announcement. Yeah. Do you know it? Oh, I I, I know all about it. Yeah, that, that was my next announcement. Do you want to make it do you want no, me to? No, no,
2: I want you to do it.
7: Uh, okay. Well, it's good news for private boaters fishing out of Long Beach, L.A. area. Huntington Harbor, uh, and also uh, sport fishing. All your sport sport boat fishermen out of uh, the Long Beach area, Pier Point Landing, Long Beach Sport Fishing. Nacho's Barge back in operation with five to seven inch sardines. But let me tell you, they, they will they may have a squid over the, this weekend because there's a lot of squid at Catalina Island. So I expect Jaime, uh Ashley is going to Jamie. I'm sorry, Jamie. Uh, Ashley will uh, will be over there nailing those squids. So we're we're just glad to see Nachos Barge back in operation right there at the east end of the Long Beach Federal Breakwater. So is that the news you were talking about, Well, yeah, about, that, that, that's
2: one of the, the news because I think I'm on the boat on Tuesday, so this is okay. nice. I have some date. All right, so um, now the really big news okay okay
7: very very, very big what's news. going yes.
2: on tomorrow just just give us the name
7: i will give you the name and you can describe and identify the episode first of all brand new episode will premiere tomorrow morning at eight thirty on valley sports west and it is called we have titled it you have titled it east cape pilgrimage so you talk about it sergio it's a good one
2: Well, but before I do that, what I'd like to do is um, bring in a dear friend um, who we have here, uh, Mr. Jack McCulloch. Go ahead and and cue in Jack from Fishers of Men West Coast and say, good morning, Jack. Jack? Good morning. There you go. And you know what? Uh, People don't realize, but even you, Jack. Okay, let me see. I think my speaker... Turned off, but even even Jack has his own um, his own uh, sound. Did you know that, Ron? Mm-hmm. You didn't know that. In fact, here goes. Do, do you recognize that one? Here's a little ditty about Jack and April. That's what I said. Very good. Jack and April. It's a little ditty. Jack and Diane by none other than John Cougar. Not Mellencamp. This is when he was just John Cougar. Somebody keeps changing his name. That's why I felt I can change my name to Sergio
3: the Emperor. You like that? I
2: like that. Yeah, I like the Emperor. Well,
3: you know why he changed his name. What was that? He had a heart attack on stage, and he gave him a new lease on life, so he took away. That's it. Wow. You know what's really crazy? We got to see John Cougar uh, at a Pfizer event
2: in vegas and i was on i mean pretty much on the stage was—it it is was, it was unbelievable but anyway let me let me bring it back this is jack from uh fishers and men west coast danny jackson i want to thank you for putting a, out this episode and uh, folks it's called the east cape pilgrimage and it's what we do every year and we head down with ron and with rhonda and, and a whole bunch of volunteers led by jack and graham mcculloch We get down to the East Cape and we give away shoes. And if you've never experienced that, I don't know what to tell you, but you got to do it once in your lifetime. We also fish for two days. We have a great time. So, um, Jack, I know you're getting older. Um, I know you're retired. You're retired now. Um, Do you remember last September? Certainly. All right. Then I know you haven't seen the episode, but you can talk a little bit about the event, right? Right. All right. Go go right ahead. You got the floor.
8: Well, it's uh, wow. What is it? This is year uh, I believe Mm fourteen that uh, we've gone down there, and uh, it all started with a hurricane that wiped out uh, Los Barillas and uh, a lot of the. uh, uh, villages and cities around that area the whole East Cape you know wiped them out here back um, um, what is it I guess 14 years ago and uh, everybody was living on the beach and um, you know they they were asking for uh, donations or people to come down and to help rebuild and uh, I'm in the shoe business I'm not a big builder so I said yeah, you need shoes you need clothing or whatever and they said yeah I hadn't even thought about that so we put together some shoes um, Bill Shedd at Abco put together some T-shirts and what have you, and we went down and um, started giving away the stuff to the people that were in need. And it just has developed from there. The first trip we did about, uh, I think it was 1,200 pairs. There were six of us that went down, and we started at sunup and we we ended at sundown. And it's grown now to where we're up, you know, giving out 6,000 pairs of shoes, and we do it in about four hours. Yeah, but let me
2: bring attention to that because um, here, here's a, the, the key takeaways that I see. You know, you bring, you, you started with six people. Now we're up to about 90 people between the locals and the people that go from uh, the U.S. down there. We all travel together and we go down to uh, either Hotel Palmas de Cortez or Hotel Playa del Sol, both Van Warmers. And Van Warmers has been a huge supporter. Thank you, Eddie Del uh, for working so hard with you to make sure everything goes well. And un- until you really see, this is for everyone here, what third world poverty is. Okay, we, we understand poverty here in the US, but add to that element the third world, okay, poverty. And, you know, I know it because I'm from Argentina, you know, it's a third world country. I know what that poverty can look like. And when you see it, it really breaks your heart because you go, wow, they're people in need. We take for granted so many things here in the U.S., so, so, so many things. There's so many things to be grateful for. So when you go down there and you see a kid um, with a tennis shoe that has the front of the shoe completely cut off so that his feet can keep growing in the shoe, and then on top of that, it's put together by duct tape. Ron, you and I saw this and it's sad because I think they can't even go to school without a pair of shoes. So uh, we believe in, the, in this pilgrimage. And, and that's why with, with, Ron, with Danny, we decided, hey, we're going to call it East Cape Pilgrimage. Okay, because this is something we do every year. And we look forward to doing it for many more years. And the reason we do an episode is, is, is hopefully to spread the word. You can come down with us. You can experience this for yourself. I always get a kick out of seeing first timers and and their faces like Holly the first time and and Randall and 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 Harry I remember their first times you know what they've been returning every year and and that's it it does a lot all right so I just want to thank um, you uh, Jack for you know having this vision of doing this and doing it so well so that we're able to to make something of it you know what I'm saying Well, thank
8: you. I remember your first time down there. Uh, You were quite moved. Uh, You know, it was um, quite an experience. I mean, just having to walk away and walk away and come back and and um, I salute you for that, man. You walked away, had to had to have a moment, and then came back and went right to work. uh, You know what? I'm not shy.
2: I'm not shy. I'll just say what happened was I was with John. We were filming, and, and at one point, you're right. I go, Johnny, to mom, and he goes, what's up? I, I need to go. And I, I remember going, I forget where, behind, around the corner. And I just cried like a baby and, and feeling um, what these, I mean, I can't feel what these people are going through, but I was so touched. And I go, no, and this has to change. And you remember the first time I went, we had about 20 kids we didn't have shoes for. And I, right. and I remember saying, I forget if it was Eddie or something, I go, here's my American Express. Somebody please go and buy some shoes. And he said, well, there isn't any. And you and I returned home, and uh, I talked to Ron, and I said, Ron, we got to do something. He goes, why don't we do something at Michael's and do a Taco Tuesday? And then that was the birth of Taco Tuesday about eight years ago. Right. No, not eight years ago, about six years ago. Yeah, we reached $100,000 pretty quick. Okay, that's all thank you to the wonderful people that come out the last Tuesday of every month, to Michael's Sports Pub and Grill there in uh, Westminster. What's the address, Ron? 15192 Golden West Street. I love it. You know, hasn't memorized. And you know what? And and we raised money. And, and Danny, you've been there many a times. And uh, even Steve Carson made the track north um, a few times, came up always donating Steve and and we thank you we thank everybody okay and and what we're doing tomorrow is going to show you what happened on uh, in September I think it's a fantastic episode and it really shows uh, what, what what we see and you're gonna see some testimonials from just people who are there and talking and, and telling us what they felt along with some great fishing you'll see some great fishing too okay mm-hmm. this, all right, so listen, i got to take a break. Danny Jackson, stay with me so you can give all the times okay. and stuff, and then I want to hear your take, since you're the guy that actually really has to see this as you edit it. All right, folks, everybody hang on tight. You're on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles. You gave me hope,
3: you gave me something to believe. Now I'm alive and born again,
1: rescued from radio AM 30
8: details. details.
7: Angels Radio,
3: AMA 30.
7: If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. If you got pain, he's a pain
0: taker. If you feel lost,
2: he's a way man Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angels Radio, AMA 30 L A and this is Anglia Chronicles. So let me go ahead and just uh, – I'm going to hand it over to Danny Jackson, the sheriff, um, editor, CEO of Filmdom. Um, Danny, and just our friend. That too. Decades of friendship. All right. Danny Jackson, yeah. go ahead and wrap it up on your end.
7: Yeah. Well, Ron, you're right. We're all all good friends for a long time. Um just a great show, uh, Sergio, East Cape uh, Pilgrimage. It is uh, a, the annual shoe giveaway, of course, at, this year at the Hotel Palmas de Cortez, which is one of the beautiful hotels uh, with the Van Warmer Resorts. Uh, yeah, 14th annual, uh, Jack mentioned that, Catching for Souls event. And uh, it's just beautiful. And, and for those that might be concerned, well, i want to see more fishing. Well, believe me, there's some excellent fishing in this episode, as there always uh, is there at um, the Van Warmer Properties. But um, it'll touch your heart. I mean, it's uh, like you say, Sergio, these folks are uh, not just uh, Los Bariles, but those people come all the way from La, pa- La Paz and, uh, and Cabo and San Jose do Cabo. And, uh, and they, they, go, they come a long way for a, for a pair of shoes something they just don't get you know but uh, we also have to think afco my gosh they they supply a lot of products and, and john got a great interview there with christy shed and uh so it's it's all there It's a great episode starts tomorrow morning at 8:30. premieres tomorrow morning we'll air five times this next week all on on valley tomorrow morning at valley sports west sergio so so there you go
2: all right. Well, listen. Thank you for everything you do, Danny. You make it possible. Yeah, I know John does a lot of the work, but without your final touch, touch, nothing comes. Uh, of, of, nothing comes of the show. Uh, without you, it doesn't get shipped out. And and I, you know, I really appreciate it. And I remember sitting at that. Um, uh, was it Jacks? Where were we at lunch? I, we were at Dukes. Well, Duke. It was somebody's name. <laughs> we yeah, were at right. uh, Dukes sitting down there, and we said, what do we do? And we, we went forward with this, and then I can't believe eight years later, look where we are and doing really well. So, Danny Jackson, you're a huge part of that. I thank you, and like I said, I'm going to take the news of Nacho not being not floating out to sea somewhere, and I heard he, I, I heard he made ground near Seal Beach sometime, and they asked him, so tell us where you are, he goes, I can't, it's dark, I don't know where I am. but they did find him safe and sound, and now Nacho's Barge is back in business. We look forward to seeing him, okay? So I'll let you know, report back on Tuesday, hopefully weather doesn't stop me from going out. Okay? Danny? Oh, I think we lost Danny. Okay. Jack, are you still there? Hey um, I, I can't hear anybody. Earthworm are you there? Nobody's responding nobody can hear me I was just reading an article about a UFO I think that's what it was. Oh, okay well Danny Jackson can't hear me Steve Carson can't hear me. Jack can't hear me and the earthworm can't hear me because they're not responding I, I'm not I
3: can hear you. You can hear me. Okay. Well, I'll I'll take everybody. Hang on tight until we can. Well, while we're waiting, I'd like to say good morning to the Tempe crew. Mike, Blue, Jesse, Lalo, Pat, Jake. Uh, Let's see here. Mitch, Kevin, Clark, and the other Mike. Um, Thank you, gentlemen. And thanks for listening to us every week. At least we have seven uh, listeners.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: uh I, I do have something
2: I can mention and uh, this is coming from Paul he says please announce that Mark Romero will be selling Cliff Friends gear at the mm-hmm. at, at the foM festival which is next Saturday that's why I wanted to make sure that these guys were on if you guys can hear me at any time Jack Steve Carson Danny Jackson uh, please say say something because I can't hear you at all okay so um, but anyway um, I'm announcing then Mark Romero will have some of Cliff's friends gear will be there available. So that's for our dear friend who went to meet God um, about a month ago. So, no, not a month ago. It's been longer longer than that. But anyway, um, that's that. I want to talk about the Fishers of Men Festival. So I'll, I'll get it started here. That's next Saturday, Ron. And that's over where? At McCulloch's.
3: At McCulloch Wide Shoes Store you know, that used to be the Wide shoe Store. Now yeah, it's closed. Yeah, the, the
2: store is closed. But I, bet, I bet you if you look it up, you'll still get the right. address. It's off of Brea. I think it's South Brea. Okay? In Brea. Oh, and it, it's always been a great, great thing. Okay? And uh, what we do is uh, everybody comes out. There will be vendors from all places. Oh, I can hear somebody there. Who, who's talking? Okay. And uh, what we do is- Oh no, that's an echo. All right, somebody, whoever, whoever is listening to me through a loudspeaker, you got to take that off. Jack, is that you?
0: It's got it's Yeah, it's got to be Jack.
2: Jack, if you can hear me, you need to turn off your radio because I have a big, huge echo. Okay, better. Oh, there you go. Better so Jack can hear me, but we can't hear him. No, there there it goes again. Okay, all right. But this has been really another doozy. I love it. Okay, so, um, as we were saying, next Saturday we'll be at McCulloch's White Shoes in Brea. Okay, you can still look it up, it'll be there. And uh, Ron, um, we're gonna set up our easy up, we'll be there, we'll meet and greet anybody that comes out. Uh, there'll be some food from Carter Teresa. Uh, There's going to be a lot of vendors, a lot of the clubs put up their easy-ups as well. And it's just a fun time. And all the proceeds go to cover, okay, Um, uh, what do you call it, Um, uh, Fishers of Men. Okay. Well, listen, let me see. I'm getting a call from Jack McCulloch here. Let me see if I can do this. Uh, Jack, can you hear me?
8: Yeah, I can hear you. I got cut off.
2: Oh, you got cut off. Well, actually, you're showing up here. But anyway, Jack, I've got you on speaker, on my phone. This is crazy stuff here. But anyway, Jack, um, we're talking about the Fishers of Men Festival. Okay. okay. And uh, you, if you want to say a few words, I think you're coming through.
8: Oh, great. Well, thank you. Um, no, I just... Uh I've seen the trailer it looks fantastic I I, I can hardly wait to see it tomorrow morning Uh, and I really appreciate the fact that of all days we get to see it on Easter Sunday it uh, just means so much to me and most uh, I think all of our crew Um, really a blessing Uh, one thing that I wanted to mention was how important and how big it was when you you guys came on Uh, we moved from Doing about 2,000 pair to doing 6,000 pair uh, since you guys invented Taco Tuesday, and then on top of that, instead of having to just uh, exist on donations, we've been able to buy shoes as a result of uh, Taco Tuesday. And as you and I discussed, uh, no kid now goes without a pair of shoes. That's a mission nice uh,
6: that,
8: That's it's. Uh, you know, it's it's a miracle. It's it's just amazing. I uh, it, it's uh, I don't know when you get down there. I don't know anybody could not believe that there's a God. It's just. Uh, uh, well, un- let, let let
2: me just say this. Uh, fishers of men. Now, fishers of men, is a term. It's a line that you will find in the New Testament. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it is the Christian-based group, and um, I, Danny and I, felt very appropriate. Easter weekend Easter weekend we're gonna get into this um, is it's the most sacred weekend to a Christian okay it's not Christmas no okay it's the promise it's the hope okay it's the resurrection it's huge okay so um, we felt this is a very big thing that we do Um, and you know what it's not you and me Jack it's God himself god has put us together and he does what his does and we always get all these hurdles and for you know one way or another we surpass the hurdles and we make it happen but that that only happens because of god okay and he just leads us and we just go okay so um you know he put out those uh rapalas and guess what we bid. <laughs> okay yeah a- 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 and and we're there to serve so uh there's a feeling that you get that you can't match it is amazing and uh, i just hope everybody that's involved in whether you're a christian or not we don't care come on out join us it's for the better good of our fellow man and i really want to commend uh christy shed and bill shed i had no idea they had donated over eighty t t-shirts in all these years 80 yeah. 80,000 afco shirts and you guys know what afco shirts cost it's not it's quality stuff and they donate cases and and cases and i would say um, just just truckloads okay cuz i've seen you in a delivery you go where well, where am i going to put all this <laughs> so Thank you to to the AFCO gang. I want to thank, again, everybody that meticulously gives a little bit every Taco Tuesday. And you know what? It adds up, doesn't it?
8: It sure does. It was really a blessing to watch. Uh, Christy came by uh, drove up to the store the other day with a truckload and said, I've got everything we're going to need now for this one here. Uh, You know, I've loaded up with a lot of children's this year and a lot of women's this year stuff, uh, specifically for the ladies down there and uh, specifically for the kids. And we've loaded up the truck, and it's ready to go south. Uh, But she worked so hard. I mean, she's down there lifting these 57. Seventy-pound cases and throwing them up on the truck, and you know, uh, labeling them and getting them ready. It uh, was—it's a real blessing to get to work with these kind of quality people.
2: Yeah, well, I tell you what—it's an honor for Ron and I, and Rhonda. I mean, you got Rhonda hooked, and if it think, right. if think, uh, one of these trips down there—I think it's my second trip—when she saw the episode, she says, "I have to go help." And the only reason she fishes. Is because she was trying to get on a bus that was going to an orphanage, and it was full. And she goes, well, I'll just hang out in the, ho- in the hotel, and i go, and well, just jump on the boat with us. That's how she caught her first Dorado. Now look at her. She's got fish in the head. She's a fishing fool. And uh, it was all thanks uh, to, to the trip, the, the pilgrimage. And that's why I think we call it pilgrimage. It made more sense and again everybody's welcome to come okay so they can sign up okay in fact why don't you give them right now the first time the the fishers of men website
8: Oh, uh, that's fishers of men west coast all one word uh dot org and uh, come on there and, uh, you know, you get all the information of everything that we're doing throughout the year. We've got uh, boats going out with, uh, with you guys, Angler Chronicles. You come out as a meet and greet, do a three-quarter day or an overnight trip with us. Uh, we've got all the Taco Tuesdays that are, are listed there and the shoe giveaways that have been booked. Uh, thus far. Uh, As you know, uh, in the last couple of years, we've been blessed to be able to start to give away here on the um, U.S. side. Always in the past, it had been locked up to us. so many rules and regulations, um, different papers that had to be filed and everything else to give away a free pair of shoes to the needy. Well, that's all opened up now through working with the school districts, other churches, and uh, we're able to do uh, some good now here in the U.S., you know, uh, last year we did uh, Anaheim, we did uh, what? Uh, Fullerton, we did Moreno uh, Valley, right? Moreno Valley, and right now we've got a lot of people now getting in line trying to, you know, uh, get us a. Uh, Signed up and ready to go to give away and a lot more here in the U.S. and and those are really uh, good ways to to step in and uh, with Fishers of Men and see what we're all about. You know, you can go locally, and um, once you go locally, then you're headed south to the border. You know, it's uh, it's just super super rewarding. Okay. And again, we got uh, you guys, God and uh, well, well, Jack,
2: uh, hold, hold on tight here. I got it. I can hear the music in the background, means I have to take a short break. When we come back, we'll sure. talk some. More. Because we got a lot of events coming up, and uh, we want to talk to you about that, folks. You're on Angels Radio, AM eight thirty K L A A. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Angels Radio, AM eight thirty.
3: Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424 Lytle screen printing where all your needs are met Welcome
2: back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Anger Chronicles, and I've got, uh, this is crazy, I've got uh, Jack McCulloch from Fishers of Men on my cell phone, on speakerphone, and Steve Carson, are you back? Okay, so we, so I don't know why we're having these technical difficulties here, but uh, I can see Steve Carson, I guess I can't communicate with him. That's that, that just, isn't it peachy? Ron, just peachy. Okay, uh, Jack, I got you um, on on your cell phone and my cell phone. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff that we got going on. I think the first and foremost, it's next Saturday. You want to talk about next Saturday?
8: Next Saturday, we've got the Fisherman's Festival at uh, my old shoe store location at 685 South Brea Boulevard in the city of Brea. Uh, it's a uh, great opportunity to see everybody in the industry. We've got a swap meet kind of a thing going on here. Uh, we've got the whole parking lot this year. If anybody uh, needs a spot there uh, for a 10 by 10, it's 50 bucks. but you can bring down your old gear and sell it. Uh, Got a great lineup of sponsors that will be there. I mean, they're coming up from San Diego and down from Santa Barbara just to be there and to uh, show off what they've got. A lot of tackle stores. Uh, all the fishing clubs are going to be there. Um, it's a great time. This is our fourth one, and, um, you know, we're. Uh, it starts at, we uh, open the gates up at 8 a.m., and uh, if you need any information, give me a call or uh, get a hold of the Fishers of Men on the uh, on the website, and uh, we'll get you signed up. But uh, you're certainly invited. You've got a lot of food. And, uh, uh, I'm still trying to get Ron to come out and uh, plug in his electric guitar for us. But um, you know, come on out.
2: Yeah, well, I'll go ahead and play the drums. Okay. <laughs> okay, because he can pick. Uh-huh. You know, I can, I can. I play the bongos really good. There I saw. Go. I love Lucy. I, I, you know, I remember what what he could do. What do you think, Ron? No. No. Okay. No. Or I'll play bass for you. <laughs>
3: uh,
7: he can't keep a beat ever since he broke his hip. I'm telling you.
3: Oh no no no! I have a little bit of Mexican in me now. It moves every time I well, song comes Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you.
2: This episode. Okay. At the end of this episode yeah. is when you went down. Yeah. Okay, so maybe this is God trying to tell you something, bro. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's time to repent. Repent. What do you think? Uh, Jack, we might have to have an intervention here. There you go. <laughs> okay, although I think the Mexican doctors already did. They already intervened, gave you a new hip. Okay, Shakira. His new name is Shakira, by the way. But anyway, let me, let me see. Let me try once again. Steve Carson, are you on here?
4: I'm finally back. Uh, a little bit of technology I'm issue, but got back. it.
2: All right, then do me a favor, Jack. Let me take a second yeah. here. Why don't you hang up and call back, because this is on my phone. is really crazy, okay? Yeah. All right, Call. Me. hang up and come on, call us back. Okay. All right, Just do that. Andrew uh, Mack, you awake? Yeah, Andrew Mack, uh, yeah. he. he they're, they're sending me texts like crazy. I, <laughs> folks, I don't know what happened, but something happened. The important thing is we're getting it worked out. And that was pretty innovative, just to grab my phone. Jack calls me on my cell phone. I just put on a speaker. That Very was good. cool. All right, Carson, um, you've been to the East Cape. How many times?
4: Yes, I have.
2: How many times?
4: Uh, I, I couldn't count. I couldn't count. A, a bunch.
2: Okay. Now, one of the things that I brought back from the first times I went, how nice the people are. Okay, and the people that are take care of you, you know, whether you be at a restaurant, you be at the hotel, uh, your captains, your deckhands, they take very, very good care of you, don't they?
4: Oh, incredibly well. They're, they're, they're so nice, so nice. Much nicer than you.
2: <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> and these people get wiped out once, twice, sometimes three times in the year. Okay, they get wiped out by hurricanes, and.
4: Sure. I was down there. I was down there once uh, with Ronnie and Danny for a hurricane. I
2: remember that one. When a
4: hurricane kind of unexpectedly came up, and um, yeah, and I was, I was, you know, basically, literally, I was in my hotel room with the covers that pulled up over my head. I mean, and I've I've lived through all the big earthquakes in California, you know, in Southern California and the hurricane scared me and literally when i finally put the put the put the covers down off of my head and peeked out you know onto the uh, onto the devastation the people were already out there with a smile on their face and a, a mop or a broom or whatever uh, already cleaning up and you know within a few hours they were kind of back to normal so it was amazing
2: i love it i love it all right i think we got jack back on right yep okay excellent he's back on all right so um as you heard we were talking to steve and um we've all had some great times down these cape and it's nice when you're able to you know, return the favor you know and um we just love it and so one of the things that we need for fishers of men is the funds um because of uh covid and then a lot of other things the economy i don't know what it is but uh, we're not getting the donations from the shoe manufacturers that you used to get. And so what does that do? That forces us to go buy shoes if we want to give them away. That was the only way. And um, we got, we found this formula out because we were you weren't getting a lot of kids' shoes. So what you were doing the first few years is buying kids' shoes. Well, now you're having to buy everybody's shoes, right?
7: That's correct, yes.
2: Yeah, so thank God with your connections over the years in the shoe industry, You've been able to um, get some really good deals, and um, uh, but we still need the funds to make it happen. So how can you donate? Well, you can go to fishersandmen.org and leave a donation, or you can come to all the events that we do. We do the fishing festival that will happen next Saturday uh, in McCulloch's White Shoes, and you can just come, and You know, any of the proceeds that we take from that goes directly into Fishers and Men. You can go to Taco Tuesday, which is the last Tuesday of every month. In addition to that, we do trips. We donate some of our trips uh, on the 3 day boats, the Victory, the Enterprise, and I think uh, some fun this time, or the Clemente out of Dana Wharf. And we donate these, um, these trips for Fishers and Men. So you go out there, you go fishing, and again, the proceeds go directly to Fishers and Men. Why do I love Fishers and Men? Everybody from top to bottom is a volunteer. Nobody gets paid. That means 100% of the proceeds go to the shoe giveaway. And uh, that that's huge, Jack. That's huge.
8: Thank you. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I'm just blessed to work with such a great group of people. Uh, they've been with us for years and years and years. Uh, the, you know, you go to Taco Tuesday, you see people there. You know that have been there from the very first Taco Tuesday and have never ever missed one. It's uh, it's such a blessing the way this community, fishing community, comes together to do to do this and to support us like this. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
8: uh, it's uh, I don't know. I'm just really blessed. I don't have the words to express how, how thankful I am that. Uh, you know this. They've got to put all this together, and uh, it works so smoothly in that sense. You know, I mean, we have our hiccups now and then, but it's nothing
2: that uh, he can't handle. Right. You know? he, even Ron. I mean, you know, think of all the stuff that Ron. Ron goes and gathers all all the raffle prizes for from Angular Chronicles that we we put up there. We um, he also goes early, sets up. You know, does everything there. Breaks down, and that's why we tolerate his absolutely bad jokes. Um, they are the worst thing you guys will ever hear But I'll it's tell you, it's becoming what, a cult, a thing yeah, now, dead. Well, that's yeah. the only way people yeah. will follow you. is a yeah. cult uh, because those are bad, <laughs> bad, bad jokes. But you know what? Yeah, they're so good. They're, they're, yeah. We have fun, and we come to celebrate. And we have people coming from all over. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, from South, uh, South uh, San Diego. We've had, we've had all the way up from Oxnard, come all the way for a Taco Tuesday. We really, really thank you. And appreciate you, and um, hope you do this for a lot more years, Jack. So as long as we can, we'll be there. And I love the fact that you're expanding into the U.S. We've done Anaheim, we've done Moreno Valley, you did Compton, Fullerton, and, and and when we do in the U.S., it's children only, and it's poor children, and they're 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 pre um, uh, pre checked for right? They're pre how do they say that pre vetted pre screened. Pre-screen. okay, yeah. so talk a little about that and doing it here in the States.
8: Yeah, uh, you know, it's a blessing, uh, you know, it, uh, and it's, it, it, all those giveaways are growing and growing and growing. Uh, I think Anaheim now, we're doing uh, about 1,200 pair at a time. Um, it runs so smoothly. You know, we went out and we did Merino Valley. We did, uh, I think it was 700 pair there or 800 pair there for the first time. Uh, and all that's because we don't know, you know, that was the first time we've been there, so we had no idea what to expect. And immediately after we finished, a uh, pastor came up to me, and the school superintendent came up to me and said, Can we do this again next year? Can we book this again for next year? <laughs> yes. But we think it'll be twice that size. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. You know, yes. If the kid needs it, we want to meet that need. You find the kids, we'll find the shoes.
2: All right, so there's a couple of ways you guys can get in, uh, a hold of this event, of all the events. If one of them is going to Fishers of Men West Coast, just like it sounds, uh, org, okay? And um, it's great. Tomorrow in the episode, you'll see it. Uh, we do mention it several times. Again, Fishers of Men West Coast dot org. And then you can see everything that we we do. Also, they have a Facebook page. I believe you have an Instagram page. There's many, many, many ways um, to make it happen. In fact, I'm getting a message here from Rich. Hey! He says, glad I was able to attend. Bradley is farther than Oxnard. Oh, so Bradley came out with him from further... So yep. thank you, Rich, um, for coming out and we really do appreciate it. All right, Jack, tomorrow, East Cape Pilgrimage. I hope you enjoy it, my friend, and I will see you next Saturday for sure at the festival. The times are you eight got- to about two. What's the address, Jack, real quick?
8: 685 South Brea Boulevard at the corner of Brea Boulevard and Fir,
0: FIR.
8: Perfect. All
2: right, we'll put out more details on social media, folks. And that was Jack McCullough from Fishers and Men West Coast. We're going to take a, a break. Thanks, Jack. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. This is Anger Chronicles, and we'll be right back.
3: What happened to Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub & Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub & Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway, Michael's Sports Pub & Grill.
5: Angels Radio
8: AM 830
7: Welcome back, everybody. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angra
2: Chronicles. And, you know, I I want to apologize to everybody. We're getting all the messages. And, you know, the Internet went down. There's a whole lot of technical issues. But you know what? We got through it last segment. You can go ahead and stop the music here. And um, let me just go ahead and we have a ton of things to do in a very short time, Ron. All right. So let me um, just tell you some of the things that are going on. Okay, almost immediately. Number one, we will be involved with Ajo Charters and Battle of the Branches, as we're going to take several boats, and we'll have one branch of military in each boat. That'll be on May 2nd. I don't know if you can get involved, folks, because it's all handled by Ajo Charters down in San Diego. Um, But it's just a great event. Battle of the Branches, we get to serve not only our enlisted men, our veterans, and Gold Star families. Also... The Fisherman's Fish-Off. It's on for May 23rd, 24th. Again, if you're interested, get a hold of Captain Andy Reese through Facebook. Okay. Uh, it is for firemen. We take firemen on for an overnight trip. We've got four or five boats. It's, uh, what is it, L.A. City versus L.A. County. you got Glendale. you got Pasadena. You have uh, usually a fifth boat. And you know what? It's just fun to see them compete. And all the money goes to the Burn Center, the Grossman Burn Center. That's a big one. Then um, next Thursday, okay, we're on the Enterprise, okay. So
3: uh, and I did look at it, and there are still openings. So get out there. You got to go online at Pierpoint.net, or you know you can call as well as five six two nine eight three nine three zero zero. So okay, that's Thursday, four Thursday. It what's go- at six a.m. So what's going on on four twenty? 420. We have our one of our favorite. Uh, you know, I just this happens to be one of my favorites, and that's on the Helena. And it's a three-quarter day, and you got to call the landing at 949-496-5794 and book it on there. And we do have a few openings, from what I understand. Because remember, we're only taking 15 total. So. Right. Okay. All right. And then you finish, we round up the month we round up in April 27th we have the victory and that when you will call me and while we're talking about that I had an issue that's why a lot of you guys didn't get my return calls because I was not getting the messages so yeah we, yeah you had some problems there. All right so um, here's another
2: one for you guys. Um, the victory. I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. Yep. What we're going to do is uh, we have about four four trips on the victory this we, year. We do. We have four trips on uh, this year. So what I'm going to start doing is, you know, John, I'm going to bring a video uh, videographer out on the first, on every trip. And as soon as we have enough footage to create uh, a show, we're going to put it on. Okay? Or we may have all four shows and then pick the best up. So if you ever wanted to be our show and everybody says, are you filming this one? Are you filming? We never know until we know. So I'm telling you right now. That we will be filming, possibly all the victory trips. I don't. I'm not going to guarantee that, but definitely the first one. But as soon as we have enough footage, and based on the way people have been catching rockfish, everybody's limiting out. So you know what? We may have an episode right quick. So the victory,
3: April 27th, 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. and who do they call? Call me seven one four nine six nine nine seven five zero, and the cost is only eighty five dollars, folks. Right, that and is. I'll
2: tell you what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do something here. Is this a Fisher's and Men or is that one of ours? It's ours. It's ours. Okay, should I do it? Limited load to twenty five people. Yes,
3: absolutely. Well, and use we that will includes, not take, that right. includes
2: a, Yeah, we will not take more than twenty five people. It's um, only eighty five. So we're not charging anything else that the landing does may me, man. So, you want to go limited load? You want to be on TV? It is
3: a great way of doing. What's the phone number to call you again? Seven one four nine six nine nine seven five zero. And you know, like I said, if I don't get back to you within three days, usually sometimes we're on a trip, but uh, I didn't. I when I finally got all the messages piped in, there were a hundred and four. Oh wow! So okay, so we'll figure out how this works right. out. All right.
2: Then there's one other. Then the beginning of May again. Five. Uh, we leave on. I believe it's Sunday the 7th. We're back on Tuesday the 9th. We have an El Dorado trip. Yeah, I can't wait. A
3: day and a half. Is that you call us or call it No, Andy? it's uh, Long Beach uh, dot com, mm-hmm. and talk to uh, the booking agent there for the El Dorado.
2: Okay, so that's that. One other thing that I want to mention and remind people so you don't get in trouble next, next year, it's time to turn in your lobster report cards. They're due, and that's April 30th. Let me tell you why they're so important for you to turn in, okay? They're very important because, as you can see with MLPAs and all the stuff, that thirty thirty, I don't think we, they have accurate reporting. So if you don't report what you caught and you don't turn it in, they just assume you didn't catch them. Unfortunately, um, the sun didn't shine in Sacramento usually to brighten people's brains. But they, they figure if you don't report, you didn't catch. Right, uh, Carson? Yeah.
4: That's exactly correct. Yeah,
3: and you know what's sad about that is that's how they get their scientific data, <laughs> right? And that way, I can identify as an emperor and I'm that, correct. They
4: call that best available data, even if it's completely <laughs> wrong. If it's all they have, that's what they use.
2: Right. So it's important to turn in your your cards, and that way you save some money because na- next year they don't um, they'll find you if you don't turn it in. So. Um, that's that. So there are there's some some good things that have come and that have happened, but we we got to do our our part as well. Okay, uh, the show was uh, pretty good. It was interesting, uh, Bart Hall, because we didn't have a booth, so that's what I'm saying. It was interesting walk around, got to see a lot of friends, got to see a lot of companies, a um, lot of fans. That was great, and I just want to thank everybody that came up to me and wanted a photo. I can't believe they want a photo with me. Okay, so I that just... It, well, it always neither blows do my we, mind. but we still love you. Yeah, it always blows my mind. So I just want to thank everybody. I'm really humbled. And um, Carson, um, the fishing is really beginning to go off. I know the San Diego is seeing a lot of yellowtail. Unfortunately, they're just not biting. And I think all the storms had something to do, but it, it's coming down. Rockfish is in full swing, though, right?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the rockfish fishing has been good. People are, to a certain degree, bringing out the right kind of gear. Uh, there's still people bringing, you know, just their, their, their standard sand bass rig with, with 25-pound monofilament line. That won't cut it. Mm-hmm. Um, the flip side of that is is you don't need or even really want, eight, you know, something heavy like 80-pound braid. Um, if you're going to be fishing bait something like, 40- or 50-pound braid is good. If you're just going to be fishing a single jig like I fish, slow-pitch style, mm-hmm. um, I use 20-pound braid because you know why? Because it sinks so fast, so straight. And, um, you know, I'm you, you know, remember, the depth rules changed. The hook rules didn't change. Right. So, at the, you know, you talk about the old days when we used to sink 15, 20 hooks. We needed a lot of weight. We needed heavy line. That's not legal anymore. You can use two hooks with bait. If I've got a jig with two hooks on it, I'm done. Yeah, but let me tell you what's going to be
2: really good. It's really good when you're going to be right next to me. Okay, we're going to go 600 plus feet, and you're jigging up and down, up and down. And then I get hooked up with two hooks, and all you're going to hear from me is all the way to the top. And then my thumb gets really tired from pushing the button.
4: There'll be a sizzling sound when there's when there's a um, a short circuit, and uh, you know some of that electricity starts going through you.
2: See, but let me explain now. So now they have these little bottles that just screw in. There's no more cables. There's no more nothing. They go straight to the reel. There's no nothing exposed. You know, when we go with Danny and we go in the center console, and he brings that battery pack that's like from a motorcycle. Yeah, I worry. <laughs> okay. But now everything is compact, waterproof, and ready to go. So I'm going to see you slow-pitch jig until your arms fall off because they're like noodles. But it's fun. It's fun. I do need to get a class from you. I want to do a one-on-one with you, Carson, because uh, and maybe even borrow one of your outfits. I'm going to go down to the East, I mean, to um, uh, Bahia de los Angeles, Bay of Ballet. And um, I'd love to try in 200... To 250 feet for those golf grouper and those snapper, that'd be really a lot of fun. But I, you got to get the technique in. I know William bought a set; he's all set up for it. But I don't have one, so it, it, I just um, get a nice rod that can do it. Because the rods are special; the the handles on the reels are special. Uh, is the speed in, uh, of the reel important? The gear ratio. Uh, to a
4: degree, what what's uh, very important is that you don't use a reel and line combination that's three quarters or nine tenths empty when you get to the bottom. Because no matter what the gear ratio is, if the reel is almost empty, when you're cranking up, you're not getting very much line, it's not counting up very fast. Okay. So I like to use a reel, I, I use a, a pen Fathom uh, 15 extra narrow, which just visualize an old Jigmaster size, but extremely narrow, so that's the size it is. And then I put 20-pound braid on it. And even if I'm down 400, 500 feet, the reel is almost full. Mm -hmm. So when I start back up, I'm cranking it up very fast.
2: Right, right. And that has to do with the diameter, et cetera, et cetera. We won't get into the physics, <laughs> okay? But yes. So Come on, anyway, Sergio,
4: let's get into physics on the radio. That's exciting.
2: Yeah, really exciting. Uh, you can bring up memories. Uh, but anyway, let me, let me uh, let, let's do this. Um, so we've got rockfish pretty much all over the coast. I've seen some reports from Oxnard all the way to the Boat San Diego. That's what they're going for. Um, and, and the key now is you can go a lot deeper. And what I'm looking at is even though you're going deeper, even though you only have hook uh, two hooks. The size and the quality of the fish are much, much, much improved. These are some quality fish, are like almost the size we could catch in the old days. Yes, you're not catching 20 to 30 at a time, but you know um, what I've seen in the past few years. This is really, really nice change of pace. Also, they're seeing a lot of bluefin tuna, and they're seeing a lot of yellowtail. However, I think based on the storms and the, the temperature of the water, the wind that we've had. It's turned them off. But you know what? They're still where they're supposed to be, which means they will go on a bite very soon. For those of you following some more of the long-range boats, I got a buddy on the Royal Polaris right now. He's going down there, and um, they just got into Yellowfin, Bluefin, and Wahoo. So uh, (laughs) that's not a bad combo. okay? And catching Wahoo from a party boat is a lot different than catching a Wahoo on a... um, Sport, um, say a, like a panga or one of these super cruisers down then in, in, in East Cape. Okay, um, you want to talk about the difference there? Because you you caught a lot of wahoo on the on, on a deck of a big boat.
4: Well, at the at the East Cape, most of the wahoo fishing is trolling with plugs mm-hmm. uh, like Rapalas, etc., etc. Uh, occasionally they'll they'll get them slow trolling live bait with a wire leader. Um, you know, on the on the San Diego long range boats. Uh, uh, they do start out tro- trolling with plugs, but a lot of times if the fish have been hit hard a little bit, they won't bite them anymore. Right. And, uh, so then they'll, uh, they'll either uh, cast jigs at them, uh, jigs like wahoo bombs or just about any kind of, of, a hard iron jig will work if they're in the mood.
2: Steve, you're going to have to hold that one for next week. I guess I'm running out of time. How much time do I have left? 30 seconds. Uh 10 seconds left. So anyway, all right, I uh, Yeah, I know, sorry. But listen, sorry everybody. You know, big thing is go have a very very good Easter, okay? Hope, hope is around the corner. Spend time with your family, your loved ones and especially be kind to everybody, okay? We'll talk to you next week. This is Angry Chronicles. Ron and I and Steve Carson are out.
1: Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country.
2: We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.